Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. TikTok, 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 TikTok. It's like the beginning of an ABBA song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for today's episode. Oh, so excited. Woo! Oh, so, so excited. We got our margaritas. We are ready. Yes, we got our margaritas. Mm. I made them this time because Eddie was not here. and They're so good. Thank you. Thank you. I tried to make them more slushy. Yes, and you succeeded. Thanks. We couldn't even pour these out of the pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> And the worm kept sliding its way in there. And I was like, girl, I was like, worm, get out of there. Where are the worms? Wormy. (laughs) Stay out of my drink. (laughs) And before we start this episode, we just want to say a huge thank you for continually listening to our weird shenanigans to... Book Tally. Book Tally. Yeah, she's another bookstagrammer. And someone special told us that she would love a, a shout out from, from us. Yes. So thank you for following us and listening to us. And we greatly appreciate it, Book Tally. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you all go follow Book Tally as well. She has great content. And we look forward to hopefully maybe talking to her more in the future. Yes, definitely. So today we're going to be doing this book that has not even come out yet. <laughs> this book. This, this book, book over there. This book over there. It has not even come out yet. It's called Before the Broken Star, and it's a part of the Evermore Chronicles, and it's book one. Mm-hmm. Yes. This book is really good, and it's written by Emily. <laughs> <laughs> this book is written by Emily R. King. It sounded like you were like faking that it's really good. You're like, this book is really good. No, I'm not faking because we're going to get into it. We have lots of positives to say. Mm -hmm. This is not a fake out. Not a fake out. And the narrator of this audiobook is. Ooh, girl. Lauren Ezzo. Yes. Hey, girl. Love ourselves a good Lauren Ezzo. Yes. I'm telling you, one of the best narrators of all time. We should make a drink called the Lauren Ezzo. (gasps) Oh, my God. I think that's what this is. This is a blood arch margarita. Okay. We should now <laughs> we make a drink. We can't rewind and then give her a recycled drink. Yes. <laughs> what what would be in a Lauren Ezzo? I think I feel like lemon has to be in there. Mm-hmm. Lemon and like a twist of something. Because she's sassy. Yes. She's sassy. She's she's funny. funny. She's um kind and caring. We're explaining our perfect first date. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like long walks on the beach, Lauren? (laughs) Girl. Uh, Oh, yes, this book. So, Before the Broken Star is published by Brilliance Audio. mm -hmm. So, thank you, Brilliance Audio, for sending us a review copy of this book. Yes. Because this book doesn't come out until June 1st, 2019. Girl, it's it's May. No, No, it's April. It's April. (laughs) We are in April right now. It comes out in two months. Comes out in less than two months. Wow. And the duration of this audiobook is nine hours and 42 minutes. The genre is young pirates. Oh, I mean, young pirates. I meant young. (laughs) (laughs) Young adult, fantasy, action, and adventure. There's a little bit of mythology in there. There is. And then there's pirates. And then there's lots of pirates. They're also young. Yes. So there is young pirates. Young and hot. The way they described Markham and Jameson, I was oh, like. Those blue eyes that are as vibrant as blueberries. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, and then they talk about Markham's nicely toned body and face oh. and chin. Mm. Mm. I don't even like toned bodies. Girl. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> what do you like? I was thinking I didn't even like blueberries. Please <laughs> <laughs> do with bodies. We need to start drinking Margs. We do, but then uh, we don't. Yes. Okay. So tell us the summary, please. Take this it from. summary is from Amazon. Amazon. Everly Donovan is living on borrowed time. The lone survivor of her family's unexplained assassination. I'm sorry, what did you, what did you say? <laughs> Didn't that make sense? <laughs> the lone survivor of her family's unexplained assassination. She was saved by an ingeniously crafted clockwork heart. But the time she was given won't last forever. Now, every TikTok reminds her how fragile her existence is and hastens her quest to expose Killian Markham, the Navy Admiral who shattered her world and left her for dead. I can't with your voice. <laughs> but Everly's hunt for justice will be a long and hard-won voyage. Mm. Her journey takes her to a penal colony. That's girl, Brad's colony. That's my colony right there, girl. That's got Brad's <laughs> penal colony all yes. over <laughs> On a cursed isle where she will be married off and charged to build the new world. It is here and beyond that hidden realms hide. Treasures are unearthed, her family secrets are buried, and young love will test the strength of her makeshift heart. What is this voice? When Everly <laughs> discovers Markham may not be who he seems, her pursuit for truth is bound to his redemption, her tragic history, and her astonishing destiny. <laughs> what is that voice? <laughs> What? What? That sounds so familiar. What is that voice? I don't know. <laughs> it's like Sarah Sarah Palin mixed with someone who thinks they're from the South in Maryland. <laughs> it was like some from Minnesota. <laughs> I'm done. I'm dead from Minnesota. Oh my God! I just got news that Gypsy Rose Blanchard is engaged to a prison. Um, I thought she was dead. Oh no, she wait, prison pen pal. Oh, girl. you went the Charles Manson route. You want to kill another parent of yours, girl? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's come move on. <laughs> yes, please. So let's talk about the performance of this audiobook, because God knows we have thoughts. We have many thoughts. Lauren Ezzo is genius. That's, That's it, That's our guys. many thoughts. Okay, <laughs> so until next time. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, my God. Her... Depiction of Everly. Oh, so badass. God. Okay, so her voice, first of all, is so mature. I don't know how one is born with this voice. I don't even know. Like, do you go to school for this? Do you? Is it natural? Like, maybe it's her voice. Maybe it's. Girl, Maybelline? maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> okay. Because she is born with this. She is. Like, it's. It's insanity. Like, okay, so everything from the voices that she had for the other characters down pat. Mm -hmm. Like, she had Everly's voice, which I always could rely on and go back to when I needed a comforting friend. Yes. You know whose voice I loved. I do know whose voice. The Venus. The Vina. Mm. We had Vivina, and she was just this, like, 
I don't know, this like strong, independent, like madam. Madam. I would be a hooker for her. You would be. I would. I would sell myself. That's for your Ravina. destiny. It's my destiny. It's my truth. Mm-hmm. And then we had Jameson. Girl, he got me pregnant. <laughs> he did. He did. I was like, oh, oh, you actually see the real me. You see my you see my heart. That is a clock. Expose me, Jameson. Expose me. Expose. I am exposed to you. We should be drinking Jameson. We should. I have some upstairs. Oh, my God. Mm. Anyway, then we had Markham. Oh, Markham. I okay. loved her voice. Uh, yes, but a little bit of me kind of got confused between Markham, between Markham and, Markham and Jameson, Jameson. A yes. little bit, but Jameson was less douchey. Yes. I always so. I always told, I was able to tell them apart because of, of Markham's douchiness. Yes. There was just that hint. I don't know how Lauren puts douche into her voice Mm -hmm. but she does it like a pro yes girl can douche (laughs) (laughs) anyway then we had harlow oh harlow who was a b-i-t-c-h yes she was a hated her hated harlow but i loved her at the same time no hated her you like these small time villains of villages yes oh and i cannot with because them. you throughout the whole book you didn't know she was good or bad you i knew just she was didn't bad know. in the very beginning i was like this girl is stupid she's sitting in the middle of the street and there's police officers running everywhere she's dumb you are really dumb you are really dumb <laughs> <laughs> I then, did not like her. What about oh my god, Laverick's voice and oh. and Claret's voice? Okay, Claret. Oh my god. How? What? Lauren, I want to sit down with you again because we have interviewed. We've already sit down with you. We have interviewed you before, as you may know. We're really just doing this for the listeners at home. Yes, we also text you by the way. Yes. How do you do this voice? How do you do this voice? Like I don't understand. Like Claret was like. She was perfect. She had an accent. She had like a kind of Northern Ireland. Ireland. It's Ireland. 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. And it was perfect. It reminded me of um, The Last to See Me. Mm. A lot. I mean, obviously. Like, obviously. Yes. The character in that was Irish. The only word I can speak in Irish is farty far. <laughs> and I'm saying 44. Farty far. Farty far. That's all you- I got. You can't say like, "Where's me lucky charms?" Where's me lucky charms? Hey, is that is that kind of yeah? <laughs> is that racist or? It's leprechauns. Leprechauns are mystical billies. What are they? <laughs> okay, oh. mystical billies are now a thing. Mystical billies. Mystical billies. Oh, Billy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we have problems. Oh, oh my oh, god, man. that was a good one. Okay, but then you know, my favorite voice of all was Dorka the whale. Dorka. <laughs> we can't tell what Dorka does. No, Dorka, Dorka doesn't speak for what Dorka does. Dorka don't know. Dorka don't know what she do. So, oh. but oh man. <laughs> I don't even have a follow up, but oh, oh my the other goodness. the other characters of this. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character, which did not have a voice, mm-hmm. was Blue. Yes, who was a little pixie character, Aww. and it was really really sweet of how she was described, just like like being with the characters. Mm-hmm. She was very very uh minor character. She didn't come in until like the the final like 
two or three chapters. Yes. And she just had such a big part with like providing information and everyone seemed to like her. Like it was cute how in the final chapters, Everly was looking for her and Jameson was looking mm-hmm. for her. And I'm, you could hear that wonder yeah. of where she was like, in Lauren's voice. Yes. And all of these characters felt like they were separate beings from each other and not all like living inside Lauren. Yeah. If if I were to choose and I, if I were to guess which character Lauren loved the most, it had to be Blue because you just felt it. Also, Blue didn't talk. Exactly. <laughs> so it's probably real easy for Lauren. It's so easy. <laughs> like she just had to be like, yep, she wags her mm-hmm. head. She wags that little pixie head. Uh-huh. The little pixie cut mm-hmm. and the little pixie wings. Mm-hmm. Pixie feet. Mm-hmm. So I just love Blue. And yeah. I love how they can put her in her pocket. They're it's like, so cute. Get in my little satchel. And then the girl's still sassy, even though she doesn't have a voice. She's just like, don't call me Blue. Yeah, she's like, don't call me Blue. My it's name ain't my Blue. Name. It's not but, my name. But we're not going to tell the name because no. this book comes out June 1st. Yes. If you want to know the name of this little pixie, you need to go get it yourself. Mm. So what did you think of the overall content of the book? The content was beautiful. Emily knows how to write. Yes. Which is obvious because she's written like five other books for mm-hmm. the 100th Queen series, mm-hmm. which if you didn't know that, she's written The 100th Queen. Yes. The 100th Queen is, is a four book series mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Yes. And Lauren has also narrated all of those books. Yes. And <sighs> phenomenal. So go pick those up. Yes. But what I was talking about on our BookTube episode which you need to go watch our booktube episode about that. It comes out on Wednesday. Comes out on so Wednesday. So you have a couple of days to prepare your bodies. Yes. So what I was talking about is this idea of YA novels having to put too much information in a book uh-huh. and extend their story past the deadline. Uh-huh. Like, come on now. We don't need that. Correct. We don't need all this extra fluff. And if you want to put that stuff in there, put it in book two. Yes. But with Before the Broken Star, there is none of that. Before the Broken Star has a uh, start period, middle, and then an end. Mm -hmm. Like, it is perfection. It is done so eloquently. And effortlessly. effortlessly. And it all makes sense. Yeah. I was never confused by the storyline. Correct. Yeah. Never never at all were either one of us confused. It was the perfect amount of action- interspersed in each area that these characters went in because this is an action adventure book oh yes like this isn't our normal like thriller fantasy where like there's kind of this like hidden person of a council and they're just kind of like living out as a pauper and then their real life gets exposed or whatever this is seriously like treasure island Mm -hmm. type adventuring we are looking for a treasure yeah that we don't even know what the treasure is. Yeah, it reminded me of like if Wizard of Oz was real extra, mm-hmm. but extra in a good way. Yes, because no Dorothy, no Dorothy crying in the in the pansies, in the poppies, poppies. Yeah, Ugh. sleeping on the yes. job, Girl, like none wake of that. Up. None of that. There was running. There was pixies. There was mythical beings. There was mythical mythical beings. There was. <laughs> I I love this that um. It was this animal. It was like a sea animal yes. where he w- had tentacles. Oh, the my octopus. God. It was disgusting. Oh, my God. I love and, and the descriptions. Oh, w- which 
allowed the author and the narrator both together, Lauren and Emily, made me imagine this Mm -hmm. creature with tentacles, with slimy tentacles that came up from the water and and grabbed them and pulled them under and and the face and the horns and all this other stuff. And then there was that one beast thing. Yeah. It was just awesome. I can't remember the names of them because they were... I told myself to remember the tentacle one because when... Uh, Lauren was going through that that fight in particular. There was a moment where there was shallow water, and this car- this creature, could stand and walk on its tentacles like it's something out of War of the Worlds, yes. trying to kill Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. Yes, like it was next level imagination land yes and i did some research on both of the characters the mythical creatures Mm -hmm. and you do see them in other pop culture things i'm not surprised um but it was weird because i didn't really care about them in the other stories Mm -hmm. for instance the sea creature i I wish i knew the name but it was in harry potter but also it's a real mystical like mythical uh, being starts with like an o or something it, like right an e i think it was like an mm-hmm. e it's like Uri, i'm not even gonna try it but the way that emily did it made it sound so original and yeah. it made me interested in that type of creature enough to go google it mm-hmm. yeah and same thing with the beast i think it was like it wasn't a cat or it was like a dog or something mm-hmm. oh my god that was so cool it was really really interesting and it really had this way like like Emily's writing in general, this was the first experience I've had with Emily's writing because I haven't read The Hundredth Queen yet. But just the thing that she is able to do to somebody's imagination where she's able to influence it in such a way where everything just builds for that person. She's really like helping your imagination build this world in the way that she wants it to. Yeah. You know, some people's imaginations are all pretty free roaming Mm -hmm. we can build whatever we want when we hear something described yes but emily's way of just being able to mold that for you and help you see it in the way that she saw it is incredible incredible so obviously we are obsessed with this book Mm -hmm. we love the characters we love the storyline the storyline was so epic the twists and the turns oh my god is this person alive is this person dead you have no idea. You have no idea. And Lauren's interest in the story from start to finish was so apparent. So she texted and she was talking to Brittany and I and she was like, guys, I just finished recording this book. We didn't even realize she was recording this book. We were like, what? What? We got the arc. We got the physical copy in the mail and we were like, oh, this is great. And we took a picture. And then Lauren like commented on a picture. Yes. We, we posted a picture and she said, oh, it was, it was fun to record too. And then and all we of a sudden, like, wait, we're like, wait, you, you did this. Oh, girl. <laughs> and we knew that it was, it's going to be a smash. And one of the things I know I cut you off like a while ago, but one of the things that I saw when I was researching Emily a little bit more mm-hmm. was that somebody asked if any of her it was in an FAQ, um, if any of her stuff was going to be in a movie, Ooh. if she has movies. She said, no, unfortunately, it hasn't been bought. Mm-hmm. What we talked about on our, our book tube is that this is a book that we could see created. Oh, yes. Hands down. And this is not a genre that I feel is explored anymore. Like you had the 90s where you had like Robin William and Hook and mm-hmm. you had uh, like 
Peter Pan and everything like that, like coming out and stuff like that. Same kind of genre. And you had um, like Blue Lagoon, mm-hmm. which wasn't treasure hunting, but it was still like on an island. Didn't they have sex in a waterfall? Yeah, they were also cousins or something. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, is that you don't get enough treasure hunting pirate adventures yes. in Hollywood today. And it was time. It was all about time and significance yes. of lot life. Yes, it, it was, was about the strength of somebody. And even if with a physical disability, what Everly has, Everly's heart's a, a clockwork clock. Girl, she got no heart. She has no heart. This ain't no Tin Man situation. No. She literally has no heart. Mm. She's just got clocks. She's got TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, she that's got, all she's got. She got Esha. Or what's her name? Kesha. Why did I say why did I just call her Esha? I don't know. She got Kesha playing in. Esha. I don't know. Is her Esha like her forgotten uncle? It was before the dollar sign. <laughs> it was dollar store Kesha. Oh, but anyway, she got Kesha in her in her soul. She does. Which TikTok. I know. TikTok. Uh, oh, TikTok. Okay, got TikTok, it. TikTok, don't yep. stop. <laughs> and hopefully her heart does not stop because then she would be dead. Yes, because we'd be praying for her. Yeah. More Kesha. What was the point of this? I don't know. But no, she got no heart. Oh, okay. So she has no heart. But there's not enough of this. I feel like, you know, instead of remaking Hocus Pocus and First Wives Club and yeah. whatever other Bette Midler movie you got up your sleeve. Yeah, because, you know, Bette did it first and she did it best. Bette did it first. Yep. Bette is best. Then you need to stop. <laughs> Get some new material and buy Emily R. King's book. I don't know who we're talking to right now, but I'm like yelling at them. Yes, you are livid. You made me mad, invisible person. <laughs> Just go buy the damn book. Go buy the book, buy the rights, turn it into a movie. Mm, it can I, be on Netflix. I can see Paramount doing this. Yeah, Netflix does great movies. I love Sometimes. Netflix movies. Sometimes. Sometimes. But, you know, if Netflix can buy Shadow and Bone, they can yes. be buying Before the Broken Star. Oh, please. I need to see this turned in. I need to see who they pick for Everly. I need to just experience it. Yes, because I don't even want to guess. Mm-mm. However, you know what I'm going to guess. Matt Bomber for everybody. Oh, yep, yep. Jameson. Yes. Jameson. Jameson. But mm. Matt Bomber's getting a little too old to be Jameson. He would be. Uh, Who's another young maybe character? His, maybe his right peck could be Jameson. Mm, maybe. Hmm. Or Jameson's like butt cheek. You know who I love? Who? You don't know him because he's an all American and he was on one episode of Grey's Anatomy last night. I don't know his name. <laughs> maybe not Jameson, but maybe definitely Markham. Ooh. Yeah. But he has he's, he has a little baby voice. Oh. I'm like, dude. That would totally be Markham. And he's like 23 years old. <sighs> I don't know who would be these people. I'm just thinking about hot people. And then you just broke your phone. Well, broke my phone. I'm an idiot. Anyway, what else do we got to say? So we this is going to be a movie. Okay. This needs to be a movie. We don't know who's going to be casted in it. We know one guy who has a baby voice, <laughs> but we're not even certain about him. He's got big muscles. He's got big muscles. Uh, but maybe that's, a, you know who I want to see in a movie? Who? I want to see more of, what's his name? we're getting old we are getting old one of the sprouses oh cole or dylan i don't care i don't care i just they have such fun with their work yes and their nudes and their nudes (laughs) one of them does nudes one of them is the picture taker the photographer oh really yeah 
Oh, he fancies himself a photographer. Fancies himself. Yes. Even though it must be nice to be a photographer when you can afford all of the expensive equipment and stuff like that. Oh, right. The shade of it all. Hmm. Started from the bottom. Now I'm just at the middle. Uh, so yes this book is real good yes it really is it really is and we hope that you go buy it june 1st Mm -hmm. thank you again to emily r king and Brittany russell over at skyscape for sending us a copy of the book yes thank you lauren ezzo and and brilliance audio yeah kendall at brilliance audio kendall thank you so much for sending us the audiobook in exchange for an honest review Mm -hmm. we hope we did it justice well we did something. <laughs> we don't know if we did justice, but we definitely did something. We need to stop drinking. It you, just loosens us up a little bit. You broke the phone? I broke a phone, uh. not because I was drinking. It literally got caught on all of our cables that are here. Which we need money to buy no. a better No, you situation. can't pay people for money. It's Patreon. You How can't do we... beg people for money. I'm just transitioning into our Patreon talk. If you would like to support our channel and help us grow a little bit at a time, please consider becoming a patron of ours by Googling Audio Shelf Patreon. But even if you are not supporting us monetarily, you supporting us by listening to us, providing us with arcs, or just joining in the conversation is good enough for us. Yes. And retweeting and sharing our posts. Yes. Commenting on our Bookstagram posts. Yes. That helps us a long way. Yes. And we love you just as much as the people who give us money. Mm-hmm. And if you would like two free audiobooks for the price of zero dollars, mm-hmm. go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial. You get two free books. Two free books. Who can beat it? Who can beat it? And I know we mentioned social media earlier, but if you need the reminder of where you can find us on social media, we are on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, Facebook at Audio Shelf, and Instagram at Audio Shelf underscore podcast, and also BookTube, which we release new episodes on every Wednesday, and we have our video for Before the Broken Star coming out this Wednesday for you. So you can YouTube search Audio Shelf. I'm losing my voice. You're losing your voice. I'm just letting it happen. You just like <laughs> go with the flow. So yes, find us on BookTube. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, we forgot to also shelf it or shove it. Oh, oh, we gon' we gon' Duh. shelf this. Duh. We are gonna shelf before the broken star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf where we release new podcast episodes every Monday and Thursday and YouTube reviews every Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. I don't even know his name. (laughs) We're Googling. No, you shut up. I f***ing did. No, you I cracked the screen so f***ing bad. Oh my god, that's like really bad. <laughs> what do we do? Oh my god, I need a new phone now. Should we call Android? No, bitch. Oh my god. Oh god damn it. What oh. happened? What do we do? I dropped it. Oh my god. No. Dating. How much is this going to cost? I need a new is just the universe's well way of telling me I needed to get my new Oh, bitch. <laughs>
I'm so sorry. Anyway, continue what you were saying. This isn't the episode. We hope we did it. Uh, ew, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a margarita.